We're ready. Gene Moore, Chris Weir. We are here today, episode number 17, The Chris Weir Effect. Join the journey. Thank you, Gene Moore, for being here once again as we talk about... Should I buy my own building? No. What else should we talk about? <laughs> Why wouldn't you buy your own building, Mr. Moore? Because I am self-employed and I am merely one person. Right. It is okay. less expensive. It makes more sense for me to just run this operation out of my house. Well, the reason, if I can correct your wrong answer, is most people never buy a building because of the down payment. The down payment makes it so that it's not cost effective. It makes it difficult to get in. But if you plan and you find the right building, then it absolutely makes sense to buy your own building. If it is, as you say, it is uh, not going to create a problem, you can actually run your business within there. Uh, it's big enough for you to grow into. Not paying rent so that the money you're putting into the building is going to create uh, wealth down the road. So you're telling me there's other reasons to buy a building other than just running your day-to-day -day business. And thank you, by the way, for correcting me. I love it when I give <laughs> wrong answers that you're always there to inform me. Your sarcasm is perfect. Yes. Really. <laughs> At least I have that talent. Well, so now you're talking about wealth creation. It's not just about operating the business necessarily, but it's, it's back to building something that is bigger than just the business. I'm making an assumption that you started your business to create wealth. A lot of people, maybe that isn't necessarily the case. Or maybe their business started because they just wanted the freedom to work whatever 80 hours they wanted to work per week, which we've talked about that before. But at some point in your business, you have to take a look at how much you're spending on, on rent every month and analyze that compared to over a 10-year period if you're putting that into equity into your own building. If creating wealth, if creating generational wealth, then adding real estate to your portfolio is a good way to do that. And it's an obvious way to do it instead of paying rent. Yes, owning your own building does create other bills. I can tell you in Texas, air conditioning, the air conditioning bill, it can be painful. But uh, even when you're renting, the air conditioning bill is a separate thing. You're paying electricity anyway. So... So if you're paying rent, then stop. But, you know, it, it sounds easy, but it, that goes back to, once again, having 20% to put down on the building. That's why people never end up making the jump. But the first time you do it, you're off and running because the next time you're going to sell your building, you'll have the 20% if it's time to upsize your building. So you mentioned a 20% down payment. Does it not work like... Like the first house I bought, I didn't have to put I didn't have to put twenty percent down on it to get into a residential primary residence. Right. Well, I've bought a couple of buildings, and you are correct. There are ways around putting twenty percent down, even on a commercial property. On a commercial property, my experience is that there are additional hoops you have to jump through, more paperwork you need, and there are more restrictions to your ability to refinance that note along the way, but. If you're willing to jump through those hoops, as I did, we were able to get into really both buildings in 2003 and then again in 2015 for a 10% in. And then we just had to manage those, those restrictions. 
So when you buy a, a house, when you buy just a, a place you're going to live, it's it's when they're looking at the numbers and approving you for a loan, they're basing it on your job, your employment. Uh, what do they base it on when you're buying a commercial property? Is it uh, solely on the business, or are they looking at the business and your personal? What what's considered? Good question. Everything they're looking at everything, but especially looking at what you're already paying in rent, how that's going to compare to what you'll be paying in the mortgage, and what the revenues and profits of the business are. But if you're buying a building that you're going to occupy yourself as a business, then they will look very favorably on that. If I want to go buy another building for uh, real estate purposes that I'm not going to run the primary business out of, that's far more challenging. The restrictions are dramatic on that. So when you're running your own business out of your own building, especially as a single tenant, so you're not taking tenants, the, the bank looks very favorably on that. If you, of course, you, assuming you have revenue and profits. So what about buying a larger building? If, if you have one office out of this building, you can rent out the rest of them. There's a lot of ways that you can do it. I chose not to do that. I chose to just run my own business out of the building the best that I could. So I wasn't also becoming a landlord and having to manage whatever that looks like, looking for people, paying, paying the fees for a broker to bring people into the building and then the security of the building. So, yeah, a lot of people like to do that. I didn't. So there is something to say about the size of, of somebody's business. I, I would think you don't necessarily do this on day one if you're just getting into this industry or any industry. There'd be a certain plan put in place that would, that would continue with the growth. At some point, I think you have to be profitable in your business first. A lot of these people listening to this have the ability to and, and the reason why a lot of people want to join this industry is they can do it from their home. So is there a point in time where you'd say it's time to start looking versus you should, you should stay put? Everybody is different, but I think it should be a part of your plan, whether it takes you two years or ten years. To me, it should be part of your plan. As a business person, you're analyzing your costs all the time. And if you can create the, the 10 or 20 percent in cash, then you should be looking at What's the right building? What's the right location? So if a building shows up, that makes sense, as it did for me in 2003. I had the resources to be able to be opportunistic when the right building showed up. So you may have the 20% put away, and if you never find the right building, well, you've got the cash, and you may decide not to put it uh, that way towards the building. Maybe you end up putting it somewhere else in, in advertising or or growing the structure of your business, you're reallocating those dollars. But uh, for me, if the right building shows up, uh, that's a wealth creation tool that should be part of your overall plan as a business owner. Right. So it's not necessarily has to be done today, but it should be part of your plan or consideration. I think that's what I said. I'm reiterating, said you know. So you should own a building. I think you should own a building. I mean, in, in short, if you it should be on your plan, and when you get there, you want to have the dollars allocated so that when the right building shows up, because the building may not be there that long, you want to be ready to be able to jump on an opportunity when it shows up. And I was, uh, I was younger at the time, and luckily I had the dollars necessary to do a 10% in when the right building showed up. I had it for 12 years, I think, and, and sold it for a nice uh, increase in... Uh, equity. So. And then another building 
showed up. That one took years to find because the size of our business had grown so dramatically. So that was a challenge to find the right building. But we knew we had outgrown the other one. So that kind of creates the other problem, right? You're in a building, you've outgrown it, but it's an asset for you. And now you've got to find the next building. Maybe that's a different podcast. What do you think? I think it's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Well, our next episode. Why do I need a purpose? We'll talk about that on episode number 18, 18 of the Chris Weir Effect. Thank you for joining the journey, and we'll see you again in two weeks.